Welcome to the IMTS Monthly Podcast Series, brought to you by the International Manufacturing Technology Show 2016. Here I am, yes, it's live, live and in person, Kelly's dad. Hi everybody, Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad, marketing gunslinger, and uh, Welcome everybody. Got a boy. We got a lot of people coming in here today uh, that have showed up. Of course, a lot of people. We've been, you know, it's been great because the uh, attendance at the webinars has. You know, we've been doing these now for several years, and they just continued. The attendance just continues to grow, and uh, you know, a lot of you uh, obviously recognize a lot of names on here that are here all the time, uh, every month, and we appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, so I'm glad you're here, uh, glad glad you're joining us. And yeah, continue to share what the weather is looking like out there. I'm doing the chat rather than the Q&A. I really like to have chat up uh, because that way it gives you guys something to talk about uh, if something's on your mind, you know, if, you know, to get it right out of the box. You know, if we have questions, you can for sure stick them in there in, in the box below. And I will try to be paying attention to that while I'm doing this. And uh, um, but if by some chance somebody has a, you know a, either a question for everybody else or if somebody asks a question and you happen to have an answer for them, then feel free to do that. To, feel free to pop in and share that. This is a big old discussion, you know. I mean, I always look at it like like the answer is in the room. You know, there, there there's a lot more intelligence in here if we're all sharing together. And so, uh, and I'm just the guy on the screen. That's all it is. So, uh, so again, welcome today. We, we are recording this. Obviously, it will be it will be saved. Now, I, I also recognize a, a bunch of names. You know, Tim and who I was I was with two weeks ago at the IMTS Exhibitor Workshop uh, in Schaumburg, Illinois. And um, so, I'm glad to see all of you back. Uh, for those of you that have never joined us before, uh, welcome. We do these webinars uh, on a monthly basis. Uh, and, and depending upon uh, the, the year and the time of year is how many of these webinars we actually do each month. They, it's every month, all the time. They're always free, uh, sponsored by IMTS. It's, it's kind of interesting that I, I this week I, I got uh, a couple of people who uh, emailed me and they said, uh, uh, they said oh, the price wasn't in there you know, to sign up, so how much is it? And I'm going, hey, they're all free. This is good stuff. Uh, and we have a few years of these archived in the imts.com uh, website, and uh, where you can go in and you can listen and watch all the all the videos, uh, as well as download um, all all the visuals, things like that. And of course, recently we've been we have now added them into uh, the IMTS podcast on iTunes. Right now, we haven't. Uh, that's the only place you can get them right now. But uh, sure, go ahead and subscribe to them on iTunes. You know, and some of the there are some programs that are actually going to be on on podcasts that are not going to be live webinars. Uh, like, for example, I did an interview with Peter Eelman a few days ago, or last week, and that's, going to be pri and that's going to go on to the podcast. We didn't do that live, although there will be a video recording of it. You don't need to watch the video. It's, it's purely just him and I talking, so uh, download it on the podcast, and you can listen to it there. Uh, we're getting uh, a lot of really good feedback, a lot of good uh, um, participation on the podcast, and we welcome that. Thank you. Uh, and so today, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, a thing that I, uh, a marketing thing that, that uh, I think a lot of companies run into. And I, I actually, uh, this, this, this hit me about a month ago because 
Um, in two weeks, I'm going to be in San Antonio uh, keynoting a uh, big sales, sales and marketing conference for a company called Gray Star International. And it's going to be a corporate event. And uh, they are, uh, my understanding is they are the largest apartment rental management company in uh, I believe North America. I'm not sure if about in the world or not, but they're really, really big. You know, they've got you know, you know, uh, pro- I, I don't know. They've got a lot of units, and they they manage these things. And in our uh, meetings and conference calls with them, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, that you know, that, and it turns out I often have this conversation with clients is where we get into kind of this conversation about marketing, and you know, when you have two people coming in with a conversation about marketing, uh, very often you're talking from two different perspectives, okay, because everybody has kind of a perception of what marketing is, uh, and they have a concept of how to approach marketing and what marketing can do uh, for you, uh, and, and it's not unusual for people to, not, to actually not be on the same page. But in addition to that, in addition to that, one of the most glaring um, mistakes that I see a lot from uh, in you know from companies is that there are certain things there are certain components of marketing uh, that are extremely critical that we you know that as you go through these components you know you understand uh, why they're important and you understand that you must have them and you must be able to know the answers to these things but there's an order to which they need to be done and and too many too often I see companies that absolutely do it backwards and they get the order wrong and you know so like like for example um, you know you'll, you'll often hear from uh, so, you know somebody in a company they'll say hey we need to bump up some sales you know let's do a mailing right let's let's do a mailing we'll do a direct mail piece or you know or or maybe maybe an e- email blast or something like that or gosh you know what we need to be on social media we're 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 just be, we're behind the curve here you know everybody's on social media we we got to get on social media uh too or uh you know or or you know with the new shiny objects you know you know the, I don't know what periscope is but apparently it's great so we should be we should be jumping all over that right uh and and you know and heck you know are we on tinder are we on tinder uh you know and and you know, and this does, and I've actually heard that question, you know, from people, and and you know, this also smacks of the knowledge of what is out there. That okay, you're hearing words, you're hearing about uh, uh, tools and internet tools and uh, uh, you know, quasi-social media tools or or communication tools, and um, often mistake what they really are for, uh, and and so uh, and and to give you a a, a a specific example of what I'm talking about. This is uh, my church. Okay, it's uh, it's called Christian Faith Center here in Federal Way, Washington. Uh, the pastor's name is Casey Treat. Um, really good guy. Um, yeah, you can tell it's a big church, right? It's it's one of those kind of mega churches. But fortunately, since I know the pastor and he and I play golf together, uh, um, you know, it, it doesn't make it quite so big for me. But over on one side of the church, they have a school. Okay, and it's a K through 12 school, uh, and it's called Christian Faith School. Now, uh, ever so often, they'll they'll call me up and they'll ask me to come in and sit down and help them with their uh, marketing plans and and uh, um, you know in the future. But but most of the time, they're they're kind of on their own and they they 
go out and they go do their own marketing to try to encourage families to come in, tour the school, and then send their uh, their child or their children to the school. And of course, it's because it's a private school. You know, it's it's not cheap. It's 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 a little bit pricey. So it's a big decision for families to do that. Now, when you think about that, uh, when you think about that, it's a Christian school. It's a private school. Uh, it goes from K all the way through 12. Um, you know, things like that. It's in Federal Way, Washington. You know, there's a there's a specific type of target market, right? That there's a target out there who fits the profile, right? And that's who you'd be wanting to to market to. Well, without my without uh, my knowledge and without any uh, communication with me, uh, they somehow got sold a a a big ad in the in the brochure that was handed out at last year's 2015 U.S. Open golf tournament in at Chambers Bay. Now, I want you to think about this for a second, okay? You know, they what they were sold was that somebody came in, some some salesperson came in and said, and said, you know, we're going to have this brochure, and it's going to go out to 150. There's going to be over 150,000 people coming to Chambers Bay, and you need to have an ad in this in this brochure. You know, because it's going to be uh, this 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 guide. You know, a U.S. Open guide. It's going to be handed out to everybody. And then and they and, and they sold the enthusiasm of the uh, of the fallacy of big numbers. You know, of saying, oh well, if only one percent of these hundred fifty thousand come and visit, well, boy, you will. You know, you'll just you'll be perfect, right? But that's that. See, any time you start thinking in those types of terms, you're completely missing the boat because that's that's not how that stuff works. Because you see, the point is, is that 150,000 people came to Chambers Bay. Absolutely, they did. Okay, but most of them came from out of town. So so most of them were not the type of people that they that the school should actually be. Uh, um, you know, broadcasting to should they should be marketing to, uh, and it's uh, and and so when you go out, I mean, yeah, certainly there were people there, but it was such a small percentage of people uh, that it was, uh, uh, you know, that it really and it, and it ended up, you know, they didn't get any responses at all. Okay, so they spent basically their whole, uh, you know, court, you know, budget for like over three or four months on one uh, guide. Uh, and uh, you know, thinking they were going to get really big, big responses, and it, you know, and I could have told them very easily that you know, no, this is this is a terrible place for you guys to be. So, see, and that's what happens is that we get enamored by the tool, we get enamored by the medium, by the shiny object, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or Google, you know, or something like that. We get enamored by the tool itself when the tool is not what dictates the marketing. Okay, the tool is in fact down the road in the marketing, and uh, and at the at the workshop, you know, I actually introduced this uh, this uh, this concept to people that uh, of 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 how to look at it from this perspective. But when you look at when when you start to look at it and you say, oh, we have to do a mailing. Well, you're saying that the mailing is the most important part. Okay, and no, it's not. Or you say we need to be on social media. It's the most important most important part. No, it's not. See, that is totally doing it backwards, all right? So I want to introduce you to uh, this concept. And, and I'm, I'm actually a little bit surprised that I haven't talked about this uh, uh, earlier, and I'm, I'm not sure why I haven't, because, because this actually dictates a lot of conversations that I have with my clients. And 
uh, and you know, and I presented, I, I sort of presented it very, very quickly at the workshop. So those of you that were at the workshop, you know, you're going to get a refresher on, on this, you know. But it's a thing that I call the marketing diamond, all right. And I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about this today. But I'm going to share, I'm, I'm going to show you what I mean by going backwards versus going, you know, approaching marketing from the correct perspective, okay? And uh, and the top of the diamond, you know, there are four parts to the marketing diamond. There are four M's, okay? And the top of the diamond, which is num the number one thing, is the market, okay? It's the market. And, and of course, uh, those of you that have been following me and know me, you know that the way that I, the way that I posture, the way I define this and the way I explain this to my clients is I say, you know, where are the moose? Where are the moose? Uh, you know, you know who, is, who is the moose? And how do we attract as many moose as we possibly can, uh, you know, and uh, to talk to us? And so, if we were to look at it like, like from a perspective of let's go hunting moose, well, you know, the question of okay, well, where would you go hunt moose? Well, you would not go hunt moose in Florida, okay, because there are no moose in Florida. All right, you know, there, there, there's a few million people down there, right? Uh, and uh, uh, you know, but they are not there. Okay, they are up in the northern climes. They're you know, northern you know, U.S. in Canada. You need to go to a forest that has the moose in, that that has the moose in them. But the problem is, is that uh, is that you have to define specifically two things that you're looking for. You know, for for your your prospect for your target market to be the moose. You need to understand there. This and the, and part number one is the profile of the actual target market, the profile of the moose. You know, do they fit the profile of your target market? And this is just simply a, a, uh, a picture snapshot of, uh, of who they are and what they do. I mean, maybe, maybe they are, you know, job, tool, mold, and die shops. I don't know. Maybe they're, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it, custom work holding. Uh, you know, that's, that's who they are, or grinding machinery and machining centers. Uh, um, you know, but then you get into, okay, uh, and, and of course you know this, right? You already know, uh, you know, who, you, who the profile is basically of your, of your market. And then who would be, say, either, either the decision maker, the person that you want to act, who actually makes that decision. And if it's a small shop, uh, you know, maybe then, then the owner might be the decision maker and the owner is the, 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 runs the whole show and everything like that. You know, but then if you get into bigger companies, uh, maybe the decision maker uh, is, there are actually multiple decision makers. And I often say that there are three types of decision makers in companies, three types. Uh, there's, there's the person who actually makes the decision to buy something. There's the person who actually uses the product or service that you're going to be uh, uh, that you're providing them, and there's and there's also the person who writes the check for that. So it's actually there are actually like three different decision makers at a minimum in in every single company. Now in some companies, one person is doing all of those, and uh, and in, in uh, some companies it's it could be two or three people that are doing that. Uh, but you want to be able to uh, identify, you know, what is that involvement ahead of time? What are you looking for? Are you looking for somebody who's actually making the decision? Are you looking for somebody who's using the product? Are you looking for somebody who's going to write the check? Uh, and uh, and uh, or are they involved in making that decision? Okay, so that you're, you, you're identifying the type of company that they are, the type of industry that they are in. Maybe they're in aerospace. 
and that's who you're that's who you're uh, aiming at. But are you looking for for that type of person? And maybe you're looking for somebody whose plant size is less than 20 people. Okay, so now you're now you're identifying the profile, and this is what is known as the fit. This is the fit, and this is actually the easiest part of identifying your moose, right, is just simply identifying who they are, that, that, that you're drawing a picture, this is the moose. But there's a second part to identifying uh, a, what I would call a quality lead. Now, in fact, in fact, uh, the way I describe it is uh, when you think in terms of prospects and leads and stuff like that, that, that those words can kind of get muddied up too, just like, just like the word marketing. And so the, I will explain to you the definition that I have for it is, is like, uh, um, like, you know, let's say, for example, uh, um, uh, you know, you're at a, uh, at a conference, okay, or you're at a trade show, or you're, uh, you know, or you're reading a magazine or something like that. Let's say the magazine, uh, uh, some kind of a magazine. Now, uh, everybody reading that magazine, we could say, is a suspect. And we, so what we're saying is, is, like, if a magazine has a readership, a circulation of, say, 25,000 people, well, those 25,000 readers are, are suspects to us because we suspect that within the 25,000 that there will, be, uh, there will be prospects, all right? We don't know that they, are, they all fit the profile, but we suspect that a percentage of them do. And, of course, in a good marketing tool, you know, by the time you get to the idea of picking out the medium, is that 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 market that tool that meeting that you're using has a high percentage of your target market? Okay, not a small percentage, but a high percentage of your target market, or a, or certainly a a big a large enough uh, percentage of your target market. But within that, if you can identify them based on do they fit the profile of of your target market, then those people are now those people are now prospects because they because they fit the profile. But, the, but when, they st when they get elevated to lead status, that's when they show a level of interest. So, you know, like, and, and uh, you know, when you think about it, like you could meet somebody who absolutely is the perfect client, the per I mean the perfect target, the absolute perfect company, perfect size, the person is the decision maker. You, know, you, could, you could do all that sort of stuff, right? And you could say, boy, you are like perfect for us and you should buy our product. And they come back to you and they say, well, you know what? You've got a nice, you've got a good product, but my brother-in-law is one of your competitors. And let me tell you something. If I, if I stopped buying from my brother-in-law, I'd be sleeping on the couch for the rest of my life. Okay, so the level of interest is zero. Level of interest is zero. So, so while they are a prospect, they are not a lead. And, and, you know, because, because it, it's kind of one of those things where, like, like, you know, there are going to be people who fit the profile of your target market who you will never sell. You will never sell for one reason or another. You know, maybe they had a bad experience with your company a number of years ago, you know, before you came into the company or something. Uh, you know, maybe, like I say, maybe they have a brother-in-law out there. Maybe, they've, maybe they're getting a kickback from a, from a company. I mean, who knows what reason might be. But if they have zero interest in your product or service, well, then they are not a lead. And you're just beating your head against the wall, uh, um, you know, by any, any time that you, any extra time that you spend with them. Now, so, so what you're looking for when you're defining that moose is you're, is you're asking yourself, okay, who is the moose? What is the description of the moose? What is the demographic description of the moose? You know, but then you get into the psychographic side of what is it? What is it? Do they, you know, do they have a level of interest? Uh, you know, with, with us. So, like for example, when we look at when we say we go hunt moose, 
All right, we're going to say, actually, let's say we're going to go to, you know, we're going to find the moose in the, a forest in Canada, so to speak, all right? And we, and we know that this particular forest, you know, has a lot of moose in it. But what we also know is that there are a whole bunch of other animals out there uh, in, in the forest. And, uh, you know, and so when we do our marketing, you know, you know, we are looking for that moose. That's who we're looking for, right? We're not looking for the rest of the animals. We don't want the other animals to come and, and contact us. Uh, we, we don't want to be spending time with them because they are not qualified prospects, right? They're not, they're not going to be a qualified lead. So, like, for example, when you do market, you know, if I, let's say, for example, if you, you went out and you did like what, uh, you know, the, my church did, and you market to the U.S. Open, and, uh, and uh, at the U.S. Open, you know, you know for every 10, uh, you know, people who, uh, you know, see the ad for the school, here's what they see. All right, I mean, here, here's how it, how it works. There might be two moose in there who see the ad, but there are eight that, that are not moose, all right? The percentage is too high. Or let's say you, attract, you, you do something to attract people. You know, you, you pick out a, you, you do a direct mail piece and you say, oh, we're going to offer a free iPad. That's what we're going to do. I saw, I saw an ad, uh, in fact, I just got, uh, here it is right here. I just got an email. Uh, oh, no, I got, I got a postcard, all right? And this is from a company that, that's going to be exhibiting at a show in Indianapolis in a couple of weeks, a, a, the work truck show. And, uh, and, and it's a big show, uh, certainly not as big as IMTS that everybody, is, you guys are attending, uh, but it's a big show. And they are, there's going to be, you know, 15,000 people walking around. Well, if you're an exhibitor at that show, you don't have 15,000 prospects. You want, you know, you have, there are moose. It, it looks just like this. So like walking down the aisle, you know, for, for these guys, maybe eight out of every 10 are not qualified. You know, they do not fit the profile of their target market. But here's the mistake that these guys made, uh, you know, in, in here, is that on this postcard, they're saying, they're saying to me, come and see us, uh, uh, come and see us uh, when we introduce this new product, all right? They're saying, oh, it's hidden in a crate. We're going to introduce this new product, you know, and you'll see what we mean. Bring this card with you to enter for a chance to win a 60-inch widescreen TV. Well, okay, so who wants a widescreen TV? All of the animals in the forest want a 60-inch widescreen TV. So they're going to get this type of, of mix of attendees who are going to come to their booth. They're going to get, uh, you know, they, there might be a couple of these moose, you know, that, that come in, but they are also going to get all the rest of the animals in the forest to come into their booth as well, which means that that's going to be harder. So it'd be, it's just like if they ran an ad. Uh, in a local trade magazine or a local newspaper, if you're a local business, uh, you, you know, the, you know, and and your ad says, you know, hey, you know, free drawing for a 60-inch color, color TV, you know, for uh, you know, we are a tool and die shop or something like that, right? You know, you know well, then you're going to get you're going to get responses from people uh, all over the place. And uh, uh, Mary, if I'm if I'm breaking up, then I would suggest that you call in, scroll to the top of the chat and uh, call in on the phone uh, and uh, uh, do that. That should work out better for you. So, um, so, uh, so where was I? So anyway, so the idea is that, uh, uh, the idea is that the mistake they made was that they sent this out. This is going out to every, I got it, which means that it went to all the attendees at the show, is that instead of identifying their moose ahead of time, either, either through the, the mailing, 
or or by messaging on here saying you know are you uh, you know, are you a moose or something, uh, and and asking, are you a moose, and then having something to give to them that might be applicable just to moose, okay? So, uh, uh, and because because what you want when you get people to a, to attract towards you is that you want it to look like this. You want you want the moose to be attracted to what you're what you're uh, you know what message you're sending out to them. And you want everybody else to say, oh, you know, that's interesting, but no, that's that's not that's not for me. So you want them, you want the moose. So you're identifying the moose in advance, and uh, and then once you've identified the moose in advance, you know exactly who your target market is. See, now you study the moose, you know what makes them hungry, uh, and uh, uh, you know, and then you go from identifying the market to then determining what the message is going to be that goes to that marketplace. Now the, now, the word message actually can mean a whole lot of things. But essentially, what we're talking about is bait, moose bait. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, moose bait means that it's only for moose. See right there, ultimate moose lure, right? What is going to attract the moose to respond to your advertising, to respond to your email, to respond to anything, you know, what is going to what what is it, what can you say to them that gets just the moose to respond back to you? Because hopefully, if you're using just moose bait, then none of the other animals in the forest care. They don't care. So, see, when you think about okay, what are the different types of moose bait that you can use? You know, well, you know, you know, there's a you know content marketing. Is a is a big deal uh, is, is a big deal right now and you know and it's always been a big deal don't you know don't misunderstand content marketing is not new it's been around for a hundred years I've you know it's just never been totally you know labeled a specific thing like like content marketing uh, but um, uh, you know but you can provide uh, you know what is it you can you can provide white papers you can provide uh, uh, videos you can provide uh, um, you know webinars ebooks things like that that have that have useful uh, useful content for the people useful and interesting content for for them it's not about your product it's not about you know it, you know you, you might you might identify a problem that is common for people and then your problem your, your product solves that problem that's all well and good but you're not you're not selling you're not uh, content marketing is not educating them about your product, thinking that oh they should really know this, okay? Uh, so because you're now identifying the moose, but you want to make sure that you're getting a level of interest from them. You know, samples and trials are things that people have used for for bait. Uh, you know, uh, but you know there are also companies who try to use things like you know giving away an iWatch or giving away a 60-inch color television set or giving away an iPad. You know, does that work? Well, probably. It, it probably will get reaction. It'll probably get responses, but it probably won't help you get a lot of new new customers. Um, you know, how about contests? Again, you know, contests can be great uh, if the contest is specifically applicable to the moose. You know, so let's say the prize for the contest uh, is applicable to uh, applicable to the moose. Giveaways, the same thing. You know, if your giveaways are something that everybody could use, uh, you know, my you know, I I always. Tell the story about a guy that I walked. I walked by a booth at the Consumer Electronics Show many years ago, and this guy was passing out these little fuzzy birds. He was sticking these these, these little tiny 
fuzzy birds that had a little stickum on the bottom, and it had like a tag with the name of their company on it, and he, was, he would try to put it on your shoulder as you walked, walked by the booth. And I stopped and I said, how's this working for you? And he, he said, oh, it's great. I've probably stuck, uh, you know, 5,000 of these on people's shoulders. And I'm, I'm like, and, and that's good? That's, that's helping you? No, it's not helping him. And, uh, and I could see also when he was, I stood to the side and watched him, people were annoyed. They were, you know, especially guys that had expensive suits on. They're like, don't stick that on my shoulder, you know. And uh, so giveaways can, can work as well. But here, you know, like I said, are you, you know, what about videos that are educating them on how great your product is? That's not education. That's not moose bait. That's, that's sales. That's advertising is what that is. It's advertising. Uh, and that's not moose bait, okay. That's, that's just announcement about, about you. You know, or, you know, I've sometimes seen, you know, we've been in business for 75 years. You know, well, so what? You know, you know, the moose don't care. You know, the moose don't care about any of that, any of that stuff. You know, you want to, uh, uh, you, you want to make sure that the type of bait that you're using is needed. They, is, is, is they, they agree that they need it. Okay, it's not that you think they need it. They think they need it. It's useful for them, and it's interesting for them. So, and, and so, once you've identified your moose, and you now determine some type of message that is going to go to them that's moose bait, all right, then and only then do you start to look at the media that you're going to use. So the media, the media decision isn't made until after all of this. Now, the reason why is because you only want to use media that your moose are already participating in. Okay, and so, I, so when I ask the question, where do moose gather, uh, I, I'm, I mean more like, um, you know, uh, you know where, can, where can I efficiently, effectively, and, uh, and, and you know, cost efficiently communicate with the moose, all right? So, uh, so, the, so the, the example of the U.S. Open for the, the, the school was that, you know, yeah, you know, out of 150,000 people, there were probably some moose walking around, but, you know, but the cost and, and the type of medium that they were using, the brochure, you know, was a terrible way of trying to reach those people because they weren't there in a high enough concentration. You were only using one tool, you know, and, and a lot of people probably didn't even see it. Uh, so, so in that case, the tool was a huge mistake because it really wasn't where the moose gathered for them. You know, so like for example, you know, you think about your moose, you think about um, the message that you want to attract to them, but then you ask yourself, okay, where do the moose hang out? So are there trade shows that you are participating in uh, where the moose are hanging out? Like, like for a lot of the exhibitors who were at the workshop a couple of weeks ago, and I'll be following up and tomorrow I'm actually doing another I'm doing an exhibitor focused webinar uh, that is a follow up to that, which is actually going to be a an extension of the hunting moose um, concept as well. And you know, boy, you're certainly even if you're not a, a, an exhibitor at IMTS, you are certainly welcome 
to attend those sessions. You can go to imcs.com, go to the you know go to where it has education and the webinar podcast schedule, and you are welcome to sign up for that as well. You don't have to be an exhibitor, although I will be talking specifically to exhibitors. The information is still just as applicable. But let's say there. It, but I'm using IMTS 2016 as an example of a trade show. If you're a local business. You might have local trade shows uh, or distributor shows. You might have your own type of show, uh, things, things like that. Um, you email. You know, can you effectively and efficiently take advantage of email? Can you know? Can you uh, get? Uh, can you start to compile lists? You know, your own lists by offering uh, something via the internet that would encourage somebody to give you their email address in return and start to build up that list of just moose, just your moose. Uh, you know, mailbox, direct mail, uh, by no means is dead. Direct mail, in fact, might be stronger than ever right now for a whole bunch of reasons. You know, reason number one is our mailboxes aren't as full as they used to be, right? No, they're not. But reason number two is we still look at every piece of mail that comes in comes in our mailbox. I mean, we might we might not open them right away. We might not open them at, at all, but we look at every single piece. You can't say that you look at every single email that comes into your e in inbox an in email. You know, uh, you know, is there are you able to communicate with your moose via other moose? You know, do you have a formalized referral marketing program? Uh, okay, and and odds are you don't. Odds are you do not have a formalized marketing, uh, referral marketing program because studies have shown, including my own studies of my own uh, uh, followers, my readers, my followers. I don't, I don't like to call them followers. They're, they're my BFFs. You know, but uh, uh, is that is that something like 74% of companies who who say that referral marketing is important to them do not have an actual referral marketing program in place, and uh, which doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, you know, uh, social media, okay, yes, there's two ways of looking at this. Number one is, are your moose hanging out on social media? They might be, and, and the odds are, they are hanging out. Uh, you know, when I spoke at the workshop, I did a breakout session that probably, the breakout session probably had two, you know, two or three, two or three hundred people in the breakout session, and I asked them, how many of you are on Facebook? Everybody raised their hands. Okay, so the fact is, is that if that was my moose sitting there in that room, then they are all on Facebook. So now the question is, can I find them efficiently and effectively on Facebook? And the answer is, yes, I can. Yeah, yes, I can. It might not be it might not be easy to do using it just as a pure social media uh, um, uh, tool of trying to go in and just communicate with people via social media. But I can certainly set up advertising on uh, Facebook and on uh, Twitter and on YouTube and on LinkedIn that I can identify specific people, I can identify specific types of audiences in my, set, in my advertising setup so that it only goes to, pe to my moose who are hanging out on Facebook, for example. Uh, very, very powerful uh, to be able to do that. You know, do they read a specific trade magazine? You know, you know, a lot of people in the industry read Modern Machine Shop, and you know, so are the moose there? If the moose are there, then that's a great that's a, a great vehicle for uh, communicating with them ahead of time. Are there forums? Are there uh, you know private groups 
going on. You know, Facebook groups, LinkedIn, you know, LinkedIn groups, uh, forums. Here's this is an example of one in the automotive aftermarket uh, industry that's for auto shop owners. You know, independent auto shop owners. And uh, uh, you know, do they hang out in specific places? And if they are hanging out in specific places, then you have the ability to that. That's the media that you want to use. That's the tool you want to use. You know, you don't want to use a tool just because somebody tells you this tool is great to say, you know, some, I mean, right now, you know, the shiny object on, uh, in, in the uh, online marketing world is, you know, are, are things like Periscope and Blab, those, those things that are the real-time, you know, live video chats for people. And, uh, and that's the hot buzz thing. And so I see a lot of people that are, you know, a lot of, a lot of companies are out there going, yeah, I'm, I'm periscoping today. You know, and, and uh, you know, and they'll, say, they'll say, I had 150 people watch my live periscope. But, but none, none of those people were their target market. None of them. They were just people who happened to see somebody was, was periscoping. So, uh, uh, you know, so it doesn't do you any good if your moose are not already there. Okay, so uh, so what then? Once you've got all this in place, then you are looking for that moment, right? You're looking for the mo you know, as as Shep Hyken, who keynoted at the workshop, said, you know, calls it the moments of magic, or uh, uh, I think uh, Google calls calls it the zero. What is it? What do they? Anybody know it? zero base moment? What is it called? If somebody knows what it is, go ahead and type it in for me. Um, but uh, uh, it's, it's like that moment, you know, when the uh, um, when the lightning bolt comes out of the sky, and that prospect who became a lead, okay, now all of a sudden has that moment where, oh, I need this. I need to make this decision right now. And see, in, in advance, we don't always know when that is. But what we want to do is we want to be able to be communicating with people. So that when the lightning bolt comes out of the sky, a zero mom moment of truth. Thank you, Joshua. It's called zero moment of truth. And Melissa, look at all these people. By the way, I, and I think there's a book called Zero Moment of Truth. Isn't that right? Uh, and uh, it, it's, I, I've heard it's a good book. I need, I need to get it myself and, and, and read it. Um, but when that lightning bolt comes out of the sky, what you want is you want them to uh, think about you, not just first, but uh, hey, thanks, Melissa. There we go. There's a link right there, to uh, 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 to get it. Um, you know, so so let's back up now. All right. We don't want to do. We don't want to pick a tool, and then go backwards as to trying to fit our moose into that tool. Because if the tool is going to attract mostly other animals in the forest, then that's a bad tool for me. I, I want to start at the beginning. I want to identify the moose. I want to identify the message, the bait that I'm going to use to attract them to me, and then I'm going to identify the tool. So that by the time I get to the tool, then I, then I have a pretty good uh, um, idea that the vast majority of people who are responding to my tool are the moose. Okay? Because I want you to think about this. You know, let's look back at this again. You know, what percentage of this group of, uh, of uh, you know, if, if you call these prospects or if you call these, you know, the, you know, people who contacted you, what percentage of these would you end up closing? And, the, and 
if moose are your only target, then the very, very best you can do here is close 20%. That's the very best you can do. And that's if you close 100% of your target market, right? But how many people do you think, how many customers are you going to close if you get 10 moose to come in and knock on your, you know, knock on your door? 10 moose that you're able to talk, talk about. Um, uh, so, uh, um, so that's what the objective is. The objective is to start at step number one, market, step number two, message, step number three, uh, uh, media, and then hope that you're in the moment. So I see a question here. Is, that, is it really a bad thing to have others interested in your product or service, or is it more of an 80-20 rule? Um, it, it's, um, well, the answer is that if they are not your prospect, you know, and uh, then you need to be very careful about resources being dedicated to somebody who's not your prospect. And it's easy, it's easy as salespeople, as marketers, you know, to fall into the trap of thinking, well, they might know somebody, or well, they someday might be able to do that. You know, and that's all well and good, but you know, someday aisle uh, never comes. Someday aisle never comes. And uh, uh, you know, the and certainly, certainly, you're you know, you know, if you set a trap. You're probably going to you're probably going to catch other other animals if you if you set a trap, but don't set a trap that is designed to catch all the animals. Just set a trap that most of the animals that you that you catch are going to be your moose. That's what you want to do. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not and this is not really an eighty twenty rule. This is this this doesn't really the eighty twenty rule does not fit this uh, isn't part of the way this this would be looked at. So uh, so uh, see where am I? Where am I? Yeah. Gotta, you know, but thank you for that question. I th uh, that actually is an interesting question when you think about it. Um, so here it is. You know, one, two, three, four. All the all the M's in in the marketing diamond. Market first, message second, media third, and then moment. Hopefully, comes along fourth. Right. So if you have any other questions, and I appreciate that first question there uh, from Gust. Gust. I always get a kick out of. I always get a lot of guests. Don't understand that, but uh, um, so I'm gonna for just for a second. I'm gonna go ahead and wait and see if there are any other questions. Uh, a reminder that tomorrow I'll be doing um, more of an extended uh, um, discussion uh, about target marketing. Uh, from you know, and like I say, I'll be talking to the exhibitors uh, about how they can use IMTS this year to be more successful. Uh, but certainly, the information that I'll be sharing will be just as applicable. As uh, as anything, um, and uh, if you do have any other questions uh, that that you might want to have answered about the show itself, uh, and I hope those of you that are uh, um, not exhibitors on here, I hope you know you know the registration is open. So I hope that you have registered for the show, you know, and we'll be we'll be there uh, in Chicago in September, and I'll be there of course too. And if you got other questions, you can ask me there. Um, uh, let's see. Go through a very a very successful specific example. Um, oh, okay. Uh, let me th let me think of which one I would I would want to use. Um, well, um, uh, let's see. Um, well, I think of one. Uh, all right. So, um, so a number of years ago, I was working with Emerson Electric, and they wanted to have a meeting, they wanted to have a meeting with their top 50 
uh, customers in the United States. Now, Emerson Electric is a really, really big company, and uh, they uh, uh, and, and so their so their top 50 represent rep, literally represented billions of dollars in in buying power. So what they but they wanted to get the CEOs of these companies to come and visit them, and uh, so what they did was they identified these CEOs. So they identified their moose in advance. And then they did some research. And they, uh, they did some research on, that, on those moose. And they said, OK, what is it that those moose have in common uh, that uh, would, would be great, OK, that would really be something that we could just tap into? Well, these moose, being super successful CEOs themselves, uh, uh, something like uh, 49 of the 50 were, uh, were absolute golf fanatics. They were total golf fanatics. But beyond not just golf, golf fanatics, uh, they, were, uh, they were the type of people who really, really latched on to being with uh, golf professionals and superstars and attending the biggest events and things like that. So what Emerson Electric did in this and uh, they got, um, they went and they hired, now they had the big bucks because they're a big company and this, these guys represented a lot of money to them. They went to Jack Nicholas and they got Jack Nicholas to, uh, they, they took what putter he was using at the time and they went to the manufacturer and they bought 50 putters and then they got Jack to write a letter saying to them, hey, you know, um, you know, I'm going to be at this meeting, and I'd love to meet you guys. And but the way they did it was, they they sent they sent the putter to the people in three different mailings. They sent the grip in one mailing, they sent the shaft in one mailing, and they sent the head of the putter with a, in in another mailing. And the letter from Jack didn't get did not get included until the third mailing. And each one, the first two were 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 teaser pieces that were aimed at you know, and these people knew this was a golf grip. Okay, so what's what's the deal? And it said, and it teased them with some message like 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 um, you know Emerson Electric puts it all together for you, right? And here's here's you know here's part one. Here's the grip. And then the shaft went out to them, and they said, okay, Emerson, remember Emerson Electric puts it puts it all together for you. Here's the shaft, you know, for your new putter. And then when they sent the putter head out to them, they said they said, and here's the head to your putter. Emerson Electric puts it all together for you. And and then included was a letter from Jack Nicholas saying, "Come to visit us, you know, at at this, you know, at this particular event, you know, and we will put it all together for you." And uh, 49 out of the 50 uh, CEOs responded to attend that event uh, because of that. So you see, they were moose, and this was a very and you know certainly this is a this is a very high end type of uh, example, uh, but. Uh, they were. It was a very small handful of moose, very very targeted. You know, they used direct mail to communicate with them, and then they, uh, you know, and they they set up a bait that these guys would be especially interested in, uh, and it was a bait that while it, while like I say, a pricey pricey bait, uh, it was more than offset by the purchasing power of the people that came to visit them. And, and, uh, and, and so that's what they did, is that when they got together, they all got brand new putters, and Jack Nicholas gave them a lesson, and, you know, and that was it. So, uh, uh, so uh, you know, and there are, there are other examples, too. I'll, I might have to think about it, but I think it might be a good idea if, uh, um, if I can come up with a list. Um, I might even just set, you know, shoot out a, um, 
a, a quick video of my own with that. But that's a really good good question, Andrew. You know, um, uh, and uh, uh, you know, and and I would use that type of an example, like if you know whether you're advertising, whether you're marketing locally, because locally you can you can really target people uh, and do something that just is for them. You know, and uh, you know events. I, you know, I said trade shows is one of the tools. Events are always great uh, marketing tools. Um, and uh, Melissa, I didn't hear about the webinar tomorrow. Uh, go to imts.com. Uh, go to where it has the education tab. Down, scroll down to the webinar uh, podcast schedule, and you will find tomorrow's uh, the, the link to register for tomorrow in there. So, uh, see if I don't see any other. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, there we go. I see some others. Uh, others typing right now. I don't want to take up everybody's time. People are dropping off. So I am going to uh, say, you know, thanks again. This is, by the way, of course, those of you that know Kelly, you know, she's moved to San Diego and she's down there looking for a job, but she's really enjoying the sunshine and things like that. So, so thank you, everybody. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Could I elaborate on the moment of truth a touch? Uh, the zero moment of truth is, is that moment. It's that moment the lightning bolt comes out of the sky. That's what it is. That's, that is the moment when the, the target is now predisposed to make a buying decision. And that, that's a term that Google has. Uh, uh, they're the ones who came up with that term, zero moment of truth. But that's essentially what it is. Uh, uh, and uh, um, the, the lightning bolt, you know, my objective when that li lightning bolt comes out of the sky is, you know, you have to think about it. Do they think of you first? Do they think of you second? Do they think of you at all? And if you've done your communications right with the moose to where it's really, really focused on stuff that they are interested in, uh, then you hope that, the, that you are the only thing, only company that they think about. So, okay, so I'm going to cut it off there. Uh, thank, you thank you again very much, uh, everybody, for joining me. Uh, and uh, we'll be back again not only tomorrow, but I'll be back again next month with another... Uh, uh, another IMTS webinar, free, free, free. Tell your friends, uh, uh, please pass the word about this. Let's get lots more people involved in this. Thank you very much. Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad. I, and always remember, be uncopyable. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.